And welcome to the Ed Dyer Podcast with me, your host, Ed Dyer, where we talk all things horror, paranormal, here, there, anywhere, and in between. If you listened to last week's episode, let me know what you thought, because I was trying something new. It's something I've gotten into. My nephew kind of likes it. We wanted to see what it'd be like if we try it. So... Let me know. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, feel free to go back to episode 110 because I did it in the ASMR. I was kind of whispering the whole time and I kind of switched back and forth from the left ear to the right ear. But hey, it's not for everyone. So I'm back here now talking all normally to you. Uh, remember, you can always reach out to us on social media. Uh, for the podcast, Ed Die Podcast on Twitter and Facebook, or if you want to talk directly to me, it's Is Ed Die Dead on Facebook, Twitter, and the Instagrams. And if you want to support what we're doing here, you can always support us on patreon.com slash is Ed Die Dead. It's very simple, sleek, and you don't have to go crazy. Feel free to reach out to us and just tell us. Even even if you're not asking questions, even if you want to tell us something that you've heard about, a ghost story, a horror movie that you're making, a horror book you're writing, let's um let's get talking about it. Let's talk about that horror. Let's talk about that paranormal. So this episode, uh, the focus, I'm just kind of staying this time on the general because there's a lot of stuff coming out, and it's fact I actually weeded out. There's so much stuff that's coming out in the uh, coming year and a half that i kind of weeded it down to just you know the things that seem interesting because if i really did all of it this episode would be about two to three hours and i can ramble on sometimes depending on the topic so i'm going to try and keep this one short as far as each bit of news because there is a good deal amount of stuff coming out but before we get to all that news about all those movies and series and stuff coming out um, I came across something really cool, and I thought you guys might be interested. So, like, if you're a fan of horror like me and like to listen to it, not just watch it, but actually listen, just listen to it, well, there's an app out there for you. It's called The Chilling App. It's a horror app that has tons of stories that you can listen to. So not only are they presented in a cool way by multiple narrators so it's not always going to be the same droning voice but you also have the option to change the background sounds to enhance your experience if you want thunder lightning i guess rainstorm to really add to the experience of what you're listening to the app is the brainchild of a guy named dane from the youtube channel being scared dane along with his friend kevin got together and made this app where you can relax and listen to scary stories in a relaxing environment. So the point here is relax. The stories are going to be scary, but there's a, there are people out there that enjoy being scared. So like, it's like horror ASMR, which it's not itself new, but the fact that there's an app just for it, now that's new and that's cool. The app is available on iOS and Android, like I said, you can look it up, The Chilling App. You can go to their website, thechillingapp.com. I'll have links to download it on the Apple Store and the Google Play Store on um, the website, Is That I Dead? So if you're listening uh, via Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you're listening to this damn show through, you can just go to the, uh, my website just to click on anything that I've mentioned. I'm going to have a link to. It makes it easier than have to like 
look up everything I've mentioned in one shot. All right, so let's get to the uh, upcoming things and thangses. July 14th is a Netflix release date for a new Italian, now stay with me now, Italian film whose trailer shows a lot of promise. The trailer doesn't give much information. In fact, the damn thing's barely a minute long. But what we do see shows an ominous house, like in a forest kind of setting, a shadowy figure in in a red lit room is from what I can from what you see, and a victim lying in some kind of torture device, and something is slowly creeping up on them that's not not going to feel fun. It's not going to be a good day for them. The film's entitled "A Classic Horror Story." And it comes from two directors, Roberto DeFeo, not Robert DeFeo from the Amityville uh, storylines, and Paolo Stripoli. According to Netflix's Twitter, uh, they say, quote, think the Italian Midsummer meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So that should be interesting. I'll have a link so you guys can look it up. It's on YouTube. Like I said, it's barely a minute long, so... Don't get mad at me if you watch it and you're still like, I don't get what's going on. I I just told you. Pay attention. Stay with me. Anyway, another thing, they had a teaser trailer come out, and there's a listing now for a trailer, but it seems to be just as short as a teaser trailer. But it's uh, for the upcoming film Werewolves Within, based on the video game by Ubisoft. The game's setting is in medieval times where people in the village are trying to find and get rid of werewolves hiding among them. For the film, director Josh Rubin has changed the setting to modern times in a small town called Beaverfield. Uh, yeah, where the townspeople got snowed into a small tavern and have to figure out the mystery behind the creature that's hunting them in the area. And this is all happening after a recently proposed pipeline that has the townspeople divided. So it seems as if maybe the werewolves here don't want the pipeline to be built and they're trying to fight it and scare everyone. Beaverville, um, I guess there's some kind of, we'll find out why it's called that in the film. Although I have, uh, I have my suspicions as to why they might call it that. Anyway, the release, uh, its release date is set for theaters for June 25th and for on demand on July 2nd. It looks, it looks like it's going to be cool. We don't get too many werewolf movies often, so hopefully this one gives us something really cool and really good to look forward to. Um, all right, so next film here. Here's a synopsis. Let me tell you what this says. A young woman unleashes terrifying demons when supernatural forces at the root of a decades-old rift between a mother and daughter are ruthlessly revealed in this horror-thrilled horror thriller, I mean, from director Neil Blancomp. If you know that name, and if it sounds familiar, it's because he directed 2009's District Nine. Um, it looks good. While there's no set release date or official trailer out just yet there is some behind the scenes footage shot on eight millimeter film that you can check out it seems uh blank comp uh started filming the movie during the lockdown so he's, he has a small team of people he's been working with and it looks like he's been filming some of the behind the scenes stuff where you see them filming 
the movie. I'll have a link for it. It's interesting. It's like I said, it's shot in eight millimeter film, so it'll have kind of a old retro look to it. If that's you know, if you like that sort of thing, do you like that sort of thing? Uh okay. This next bit of information, I'm I'm I'm. I'm giving you the information. It's not exactly something I'm all cheery about. I know a lot of people out there are, so I'm going to try, you know, keep my contempt for this down. But I hear that it's official that Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy, if that's how you pronounce it, are returning to reprise their roles as the witches in Hocus Pocus 2. Um why i can't why they're doing it i can't say i know that, like i said i know there's many people that love the film but it was never one for me i always found it too childish even when i was a child but it seems it's grown it's gotten some kind of legacy with it now lots of people love it as far as the story goes they say it's going to be about three young women who accidentally bring the sanderson sisters back to modern day salem and must figure out how to stop the child-hungry witches from wreaking a new kind of havoc on the world. Uh, if this is the same story as the book sequel that came out, I don't know, as I never read it. I told you, I'm not, I wasn't that big of a fan of this film. Not knocking you if you are, but eh. but there was a sequel book put out. Uh, I don't know if many people even knew it or even read it, but I did mention it before. Also returning is Thora Birch, the little girl from the first one, but... I'm not sure what she'll be doing in this one because I don't think she's exactly going to be counting as one of the three young womenses. Now, that sequel one's not so much for me, but what is is this next one. The 2011 film Attack the Block, which starred a young John, Boy- John Boyega, is set to get a sequel. Um, the people who made the first one have come together again for this sequel with joe cornish returning as the writer and director as he did for the first one boyega is happy to see uh what the sequel will mean for his character moses who in the first film fought off a horde of monsters and uh well monster aliens really boyega is quoted as saying to deadline it's been a decade since attack the block was released and so much has changed since then i'm excited to see the heightened story Return to the streets of London. Moses has remained one of my favorite characters to play, and bringing him back is a huge honor. For those that didn't see the film, it's a very, well, for one, it's British. It's a very British film, so it takes place in, I don't want to call it the ghetto, but I know they they call it the estates and stuff sometimes, but it takes place in their neighborhood where basically a group of these black bearish monster like pure black creatures where all you can make out is their teeth are attacking this neighborhood coming for something and it's literally boyega as a teenager and a group of other kids literally like yeah he's like maybe 19 or 20 roughly i'm assuming here in this movie and the rest of the kids look like they're even younger than him going down to maybe at least 10 years old fighting off these monsters it was a cool film. It's a cool sci-fi slash horror slash action, even comedy, and full British, full on British. It's great. I do recommend it, and I am looking forward to this sequel. 
Uh, jumping away from the movies for a bit, um, <clears throat> let's talk TV series. So it looks like Zach Baggins, or Bagans, however you want to say it, from Ghost Adventures, is teaming up with famous horror director Eli Roth, who I'm sure you people might know, for a new series for the streaming service Discovery Plus, where it seems that all the paranormal shows that were on Discovery and other channels seem to be now congregating there. So if you haven't got, this isn't a commercial for them. I'm not being paid for them. I'm just saying, if you like that, those paranormal shows, you might want to subscribe to uh, Discovery Plus. Anyway, the show will be called The Haunted Museum, and it's going to focus on the backstories of individual items in Zach's mu- actual haunted museum, which is in Las Vegas. Uh, many who have uh, watched his series Ghost Adventures and anything else he's involved with, you'd know now, yeah, that he has this museum where he's got all these actual haunted items. I mentioned just a couple episodes ago, he, uh, episodes ago, he bought a haunted acoustic guitar. So he has all these things on display. And so we're go- this series is going to focus on the story behind the items. And also, you got to keep in mind that these items are still haunted and causing stuff. He's had a couple of items he's put on display that he took off display because it was affecting uh, people that were going to the museum and even uh, the staff, the workers there, like people passing out and not just feeling weird, but full-on passing out and feeling themselves getting touched at it and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be an interesting show. Uh, It's nine episodes are planned, with the first one being a two-hour-long premiere. No set release date. Yet, but they expect it to be out later this year. And in staying with a series, well, this one kind of falls a little in between. It's a series and it's movies and it's both. So you're going to get the both of these in one shot. Netflix has released a trailer for the long-awaited Fear Street series based off the R.L. Stein book series of the same name. Note that this is a film series, not TV show series, but it kind of falls, like I said, it's a series, it's movies, it falls out. Who cares? Either way, we're getting it. As the trailer says, it's a trilogy. Netflix is referring to it as a film trilogy event. The series is spread out over a course of 300 years, with the first one taking place in 1994, and the third one taking place in 1666. You see what they did there? You see how they snuck that number in? Anyway, which means I was alive during all three movies. Anyway, from what I gather, part one takes place at a school. Part two looks like it's taking place at a camp or a lake. And part three, the third one in what looks like Colonial Williamsburg, so colonial times. But if you're smart... And read the description, you'll get more info, because what I told you is based off the visuals. Now, what do they actually tell you? In 1994, a group of teenagers discovers that the terrifying events that have haunted their town for generations may all be connected, and they they may be the next targets. Based on R.L. Stein's best-selling horror series, the trilogy follows the nightmare through shady sides, sinister histories. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Watch the Fear Street trilogy. On Netflix, it's coming out this July. It's not coming out in one shot, so you got so you got to pace yourself. Part one, which takes place in 1994, comes out July 2nd. Part two, taking place in 1978, 
comes out July 9th, and part three in 1666, the number of the beast, comes out July 16th. I'll have a link for the trailer. I'm sure many of you have been looking forward to this and are happy to hear about this. So, oh, yeah, son. Um, I actually never read the Fear Street books, and I've read some of the uh, the Goosebumps, but I know Fear Street was for the older kids. So, having made the Goosebump movies and having them kept very close for kids, I'm hoping that this one really gets down, dirty, grungy, maybe even bloody. You never know. I I, I don't mind a little blood, little spot of blood. Never no one. Um, Shady Sides, huh? Is the name of the town, huh? So that's you know. No, I'm not saying anything, but I'm just saying Shady Side. It just it's, it seems a little shady. And the last bit of news is like a double take. So, uh, how do I even start this? Let's see. Hmm. How about a widely unseen movie from Uncle George? The George A. Romero Foundation recently discovered and restored George A. Romero's film, The Amusement Park, a movie he filmed about 46 years ago. That's some old stuff right there, man. Um, the film is about an old man played by Lincoln Mazel, who was in uh, Romero's 1978 film, Martin. And it follows the old man as he slowly seems to be losing his grip on reality. Um, this this movie is going to be interesting because it's going to give us some insight into Romero's early artistic style. Because I know everyone usually thinks zombies when it comes to uh, Romero. <laughs> I'm saying Romero. <laughs> but either way, um, the film will be available on June 8th via Shudder. I'll have a link. If you don't have Shudder... You might want to get it for this, or you might just want to get it for other reasons, you know, if you like horror. I'm assuming you like horror and paranormal stuff if you're listening to this show. If not, it must be my melodious voice that you love so much. Whoa, 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 whoa. And the last bit of news. Keeping on with the same man, according to the Hollywood reporter Suzanne Romero, wife of the late father of the zombie films has quietly been working with screenwriters on a script and is now seeking meetings with directors wow 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 my pants are very wet with joy right now it seems uncle george was working on the closing chapter to his living dead series suzanne who's been working on getting the film made for the past few years is ready to talk to directors uh, and said this about the story. Quote, the story is set in the decimated world. Life has all but disappeared, but there still may be hope for humanity. End quote. So we might have one more Romero movie out here for us. George A. Romero wrote a treatment for what's called Twilight of the Dead with Paolo Zelati. After uh, Uncle George's death, Zelati asks Suzanne Romero for permission to continue the script. He bought, he, not he bought, he brought on screen 
writers Joe uh, Nettler and Robert L. Lucas to help so he can get this script done. Now, it seems Romero wanted to focus on the evolution of the dead, much like the character Big Daddy in Land of the Dead. As we saw, he was, wasn't exactly the dumbest and he wasn't the slowest of the zombies. He seemed to kind of be evolving. So this this promises to have um, a possible actual fight. Maybe we'll see the fight that he had intended for Day of the Dead take place in this last film. Suzanne said he wanted this to be his final stamp on the zombie genre. This was planned to be his final film. This is where he was going to end and be done with the zombie movies. So this film needs to get done, people. I am not playing games for real. Get this thing out there. Sorry, just a little passionate about that zombies and that, all that. You know, you know, I get I get emotional sometimes. You know, it's not my fault. It's just it's the way I'm built. It's the way you know I was made. Well, if you're not looking forward to that, I, I you have no horror soul. That that's that's all I can tell you. Um, if there's any bit of news that I missed that you really think I should have mentioned, you can feel free to tell me on Instagram or Twitter or on the Facebook books. Uh, yeah, I'm also on a bunch of other uh, social media, so feel free to find me there. Well, let me know which one of these uh, movies and series you're planning on watching. What are you planning on not watching? Is there anything out there that's coming up that you have heard about and don't think anyone else has heard about it and you want to get the word out? Let me know. I'll tell people. Come on. That's what I'm here for. This is media. Anyway, um, listen. It's been fun. We had a great time. We learned new stuff just now. So make sure you stay you stay spooky, stay scared. I'll talk to you next time, okay? All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Okay, bye. <laughs>